Welcome to Game Master Saga, where we talk about all the stuff Game Masters have to do to get their game ready for their players. Hopefully with my 15 plus years experience, I can help you find shortcuts or new ways to prep your table and wow your players while making it look effortless. Uh, in the first three episodes, I'm going to be covering three things that I think all Game Masters need to run an effective game and captivate their players. Um, I may do an episode dedicated to the books for different systems and things like that, but we're going to move forward assuming that you have all of the base materials to run your game. Um, so for me, uh, I always create a very immersive world. Now that doesn't mean that you give your players tons and tons and tons of stuff to read through and all of this, you know, you don't want them to have tons of homework because chances are they're not going to do it. They're players. They don't care. Uh, they only care when it affects them and that's important. Okay. So character creation. Oh, where's your character from? Okay. Here's the information about that area. They don't need to know about the entire world. They need to know about where they're from, right? They'll learn about the world. They, they have checks and things they can roll to see if they've already read about that or know about that and then you can tell them that when it happens but here's the thing um none of that matters if you don't have a good story so we're going to get in and you know i'm going to talk about these three things what do you need to run a very immersive game and enthrall your players the number one thing on that list is going to be a story you need a good story and it doesn't have to be a complicated story just a good one Number two, a living, breathing world. That can be difficult. We're going to cover that in some more detail because it's not one that most people uh, understand or get, but I've got some tricks and stuff that help make my world uh, seem more realistic or more at least alive. Um, and then number three, a working knowledge of your world. Your players don't need a working knowledge of your world. You need a working knowledge of your world. Um, if they stop somewhere and they can't ask you questions and you can't answer them, it's going to seem less immersive. You know, um, These things can make a great game and make it seem like you built this world for your players. Just always remember, and this is the important thing, you're going to hear a lot of game masters say the opposite and... I'm not saying you won't have fun the opposite way. This is how I run my games, okay? Um, it's your sandbox. And everyone else is getting to play in it. You put the time into creating this world. You put the time into writing this story. You did a whole lot for this game. Now, your players, they're going to write the story going forward. They're going to they're gonna change things about the story you wrote, Right? They are going to have a massive impact on your world and allow them to do that. But your world up until the point they came into it, that's yours. It belongs to you. You put a ton of time and effort into it. Don't let them run you over. Don't let them take that from you. Um, and and, and you, you'll hear so many DMs like, oh, let... Let your players create the world so they feel like they had a hand. You know what? They're about to create enough. And players get a lot of leeway, and game masters usually don't get enough credit. And I'm not saying that because my players don't give me enough credit. 
I'm saying that because I see it time and time and time again where it's all about the players and it's never about the guy who actually put it all together so that these players could experience it. Um, everybody deserves uh, a good, a good, you know, a good deal of, uh, of, of love here. Um, so I mean, just keep that in mind. Um, if you're listening to this as a player, keep in mind that your, your game master quite possibly put a great deal of time into what you're playing, even though it seems simple. Um, and if he's a good game master, you only know how much time it was if you ask. Um, but yeah, let your players create things in your world. Let your players develop story in your world. You know, uh, they do need to feel like they belong to it. Um, so, I mean, that's just, that's how I feel. It's how I run my games. Um, it's my world and the physics and the, and the history and all of that stuff in my world isn't going to change because my players want to feel like they're creating the world. They're not creating the world. They're creating a person in the world. Now, how that person impacts the world, that's what they create. Um, but moving forward, uh, before I get to the end of this, uh, I'm sure some of you who are listening to this may have heard this, uh, this episode before, or at least a reasonable facsimile of it. Um, I am relaunching Game Master Saga. Um, I really enjoyed this, and I had started it right when we had to shut down the old show, and it was it was all there was, and I, w I didn't feel like um, Game Master Saga at the time had enough merit to stand on its own. So I am re-recording the first two episodes of Game Master Saga um, as supplement for the show, and the reason that is uh, this week. Um, it was Father's Day weekend here in the States, if you're listening from abroad. Um, and I couldn't get a player at the table. Um, first off, I didn't want to do anything. I wanted to spend time with my kid. Um, we've been busy, busy, busy here these past couple of weeks, and I couldn't get a player at the table. And, and that's what I want to talk about. You know, Dice Saga, we're running as a home game. This is our home game. And I couldn't, I couldn't get anyone uh, schedule-wise to make it to the table. We're all parents, man. Like, sometimes it's just difficult. Uh, work schedules and things like that. Scheduling can make or break a game, and it can destroy uh, a game very quickly if you don't plan ahead for things like I can't get I can't get the game running and we've had um, these uh, last couple of months throughout the year have been a little rough on scheduling because it's the beginning of summer and all of those things and we've got things we need to do we've got uh, birthday parties planned we've got all of this stuff right like uh, me and Lowen's kid is is two weeks apart um, so it was two birthday parties right there we had to plan. Um, he works every other weekend, so uh, that's at least half of the year that we can't schedule something on. Um, you know, and then uh, Jacob. Jacob's schedule is busy. Uh, they do a lot of things, too. I know his kid's birthday uh, is like, I want to say it's like two months away from my kid's birthday. So 
Like, it's, it's you know, it's tight. And he has more kids than I do, and that that matters as well. Um, I, the you, You've got a lot of things going on in life, so scheduling can get really, really hard. And the best thing you can do as a as a game master is to remember that your players have lives and sometimes they can't always make it to your table and it doesn't matter how much effort you put in to creating what comes next and i don't begrudge either of my players this you know I I put a lot of time and effort into my games. Um, I do the long work. I do the hard work because I enjoy it. And that enjoyment is fulfilled when my players sit down and experience it. But you know what? It's all right. They'll, they'll be here. They'll experience it. Um, hopefully sooner than later. Um, but hopefully this will help supplement a little bit uh, until we can get some scheduling figured out. Um, I do have another episode uh, for Lowen's show. We recorded two the last time we were together, but I am trying to do an every other week uh, between Lowen and Jacob's shows. Um, So this week I'm going to release Game Master Saga. Next week will be Dice Saga, uh, Nero, and then hopefully me and Jacob can can uh, come together on scheduling and have uh, Dice Saga Nero finally come back um, the week after that. But in either case, we're going to go ahead and get on to the end part of the show. Um, I like this idea. Um, it makes it a little easier for game masters to have these things in in... To have these things just kind of held back. And you can use them as campaign starters and things like that too. So the plot hook. Your players wake up on an island with no knowledge of how they got there or each other. In the distance looms a large broken down fortress. It calls to them. Let them discover their equipment during the first bid of the game. And that way they at least have their equipment. And tie your big bad to the location in some way. Provide a means of escape off the island uh, at the end of the investigation slash encounter. And start your story from here. This is a plot hook. Um, Have each player during character creation have one tragic thing from their past that causes them to be alone in the world and untrusting of others. So you're going to have these people on this island. They don't know each other. They don't know how they got there. They're generally alone in the world because of something tragic in their background. And it causes them not to trust people. They're going to have to figure out how to trust each other so they can work together to get off this island. There's going to be a reason for them to stay together after they get off this island. Because you're going to tie your big bad guy to it. And it is going to tie in directly to each of them. Maybe you find a way to tie your big bad guy to that tragic thing in some way or another. 
Uh, it depends on which players put out. But we'll talk more about that kind of stuff later. Um, so this plot hook can be used as a one-shot uh, or to kick off a campaign. Uh, feel free to use and change it to suit your needs. Uh, always remember that you can do it and never top, stop telling stories. Hope all of you enjoyed this uh, remake of, uh, of Game Master Saga and the relaunch of Game Master Saga. And uh, we'll be back next episode. I'm going to talk about some of the things you can do to help bring that world to life. Um, and they're going to involve your story. Um, so we'll be talking strong about story. And then we'll get into these three points. Hope everybody enjoys. Have a great day. Thank you.